Hello and welcome to D20 Downtime. I am your Dungeon Master, Sean. I'm Kalena and I play the Clairogue Drow Neltel. I'm Molly and I'm here. You're also here. And, and I also, also play Cypress, who is a barbarian elf boy. <laughs> I've been in your position. I know how hard it can be to remember basic facts about your character, like their name or their abilities. Yes, and today <laughs> is a special occasion. As designated by Kalena, it's brownie day. There's brownies on the table. <laughs> Don't go eating that during the session. But brownies aren't crunchy, like the one time I insisted on eating carrots during the <laughs> session. <laughs> you guys will still make mouth noises, and they'll be on the recording, and I'll leave it in just so you guys feel it. Yep. Like, at least to break off a smaller piece or something. You know, <laughs> she just ate half a brownie in one bite. <laughs> Be careful. I'm a monster. <laughs> so does anybody need a recap? Mm-hmm. Um, last time you guys had been in the middle of talking with the ghouls, uh, Niltel and Andrum swore an oath on Lolf that they would help each other out. And it seems that they fulfilled some of their end of the bargain they gave use some magic items, and then you guys fulfilled on your part of the bargain, and uh, we, when we last left off, you guys had ventured out into the labyrinthine city, and you'd been out there for, I believe, five hours at this point, which the point is that um, <laughs> the ghouls it are feasting on... The ghoul, yeah, it did take you guys a while of wandering through I the I do labyrinth. want to reiterate that I did tell... Uh, Yen Mai and the kobolds not to be outside when it was dark. Yes. Mm-hmm. That I told them to chill inside yes. and wait for us. Don't worry. I didn't forget. <laughs> Don't worry about it, says the DM. I'm just saying. Who is making you them can't, sl- get slaughtered by man as we say, speak. You can't do consequences. I did specifically tell them to be inside. The consequences may not be what you expect. <laughs> All I can think about is just... Yen Mai has moved on. Oh no. Yeah, Mai's moved into the manticore. <laughs> all I can think about is like a mom manticore with an old man face and then a bunch of baby manticores also with also old man faces. Old man faces. That's, <laughs> that's exactly how it works. So, as I was saying, Dandrum Monticore. and Barak nice. are currently feasting on some troglodytes. I know that Cypress made a point of saying he would basically go around a corner and not be watching that. And yeah. Miltel, I imagine the same from you, but you never know. Cypress doesn't need to be here. Yeah. Cyrus is having some moral quandaries about what they've just done. <laughs> While they're feasting, you guys have a moment for an aside if you guys want to talk about this. Nah. This is kind of fucked, isn't it? Is it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> done. <laughs> I pet the dog. <laughs> I'd like to take a moment to be like, you're folding like uh, you're folding like a deck of cards. The, the, over the, you know, allowing Niltel to be the moral center of this party. <laughs> when you have been encouraged numerous times by people to not let Niltel be the moral <laughs> backbone of the party. He doesn't like conflict, unless it's peaceful. No, conflict. I'm pretty sure that's Molly. <laughs> listen! <laughs> I mean, you're right. I'm pretty sure Cypress loves conflict. Fair enough. <laughs> but also, it's just... There is actively consumption of sentient beings happening around the corner. It's maybe not the right time. <laughs> Alright. But yeah, fair enough. I'll get at this later. <laughs> you do you. But also, just like, there's a complete, either pretended or actual seeming lack of comprehension on Niltel's part of what I think <laughs> yeah. are basic moral components. Like, hey, shouldn't we maybe not? And he's like, I don't know, shouldn't we? And I'm like, I can't. 
tell if you're giving me shit or if you don't know. Right, I don't understand what you don't understand. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I think that after some time, the two of them are cleaning themselves up a bit after their feast. <laughs> um, and I'm not sure, yeah, when things start quieting down, do you, like, look around the corner? Do you wait for them to come to you? I mean, we were gonna go try and go back and find those secret quarters with the big book, right? Yeah. So I don't see a need to go forward. <laughs> okay. Also so. the stench. Right. Yes. So that's oh my like, god, they're gonna smell big nasty. <laughs> so that's what you guys are uh, discussing, and the ghouls with their somewhat longer than normal arms, um, <laughs> um, strengthened, and you can see that their bark is a bit more calm, and that their dandrum there's like a little bit more of like a. There's a bit more of the light of intelligence behind his eyes. You can almost tell just by looking at him. But um, uh, they've feasted on a lot of the troglodytes, but uh, behind them they uh, are dragging uh, leftovers along with them. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> I would offer to put them in the bag of holding so I don't have to look at them, but no. But no, then they'd be in your bag of holding. They would get that smell on everything. <laughs> but there's something... The, their physical appearance is a bit more full and rounded out. God. They don't look like they're atrophied anymore. Like the sudden shift, it is sudden, the physical change in their appearance when they've been fed. And um, yeah, they, they're, their exterior of their face has, has calmed down a little bit. So they look like elves now, basically? They still don't look normal. Like they still look a little dead. Just a little dead. Just you know how sometimes dead. you're kind of dead? <laughs> Remember, they, they A, they look a little dead. B, their clothes are definitely not tidy. And C, they have, um, their arms are longer than normal. And their hands that. are more claw-like. But those are the main points of difference. Okay. All right. The, the smell is just unspeakable. <laughs> it's secrets time. What? They're gonna, they have, they know oh, secrets. Oh yeah, it's time for secrets. <laughs> Spill the tea, sis. <laughs> I say definitely in character. The details of the deal, Barog, is that I provided them with some equipment that they might need more than us. And they have provided us with the meal just now. Oh, so he's is describing he the deal? That is the sort of conversation that they're having when they're on the way over here. <clears throat> so basically, the other guy's like, oh, now I am hum- hum- elf enough to comprehend concepts. <laughs> we understand when you use the word human. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> Kalina's cracking the whip. No. No. Mm. I think the most important item for your consideration is a, a book. I believe a book of the priestly class. Mm, it seems significant just on a glance. I think you'll be able to tell when you look at it what I mean. But yes, back in that temple. Are we there? We're there. No, I mean, they just came back from their meal and they're discussing this with you because (laughs) you asked about it. I would have said back in the temple, so I would have loved it if we could have skipped that shit. (laughs) But now we have to go back. Mm -hmm. We have to make our way back out of this labyrinth. But don't suppose y'all remember the way we came? Do you? 
No. <laughs> Alright, let's uh, navigate back. Okay, you live here. We're all going to roll intelligence to navigate back. No till first. Everyone's going to separately roll intelligence yes. to navigate back? No till first. Eleven. Nope. One hour later. No, no. We can all look at the same time. Can, <laughs> can we all roll at the same time? Um, let's see here. The original idea was that you guys would appoint a navigator and that everyone would stay together. If you guys all split up and tried to navigate out, you'd all get lost. Okay. (laughs) So after an hour, you guys are sick of this shit. And uh, you guys have uh, stopped to reorient yourselves and to strategize a bit about collaborating and getting back. What methods do you guys use to try and navigate back to where you came from? Um, Cypress wants to try this cool trick where you just always turn right. Can we, um, have, um, Dandrum roll to help? Hmm? Have him roll to help. Have him roll to help? Yeah, just have him help. He doesn't have to roll. He does not have to roll. Oh, I thought you had to roll to help. No. So Cypress is like, I'm going to keep right, but if you see something that you especially think is the way forward... I'm going to help by telling you that is a terrible idea. This place is designed to defeat. And also, have you seen the size of this place? You'll be going for a long time without getting anywhere. Man, he got to be a smartass. Right. Anyway, so that's the hell advantage. <laughs> Intelligence is minus one. Oh. 14. <laughs> You're going to have a lot of difficulty making the, the, making the roll with a modifier like that. Yeah. Yeah. Sing us a song. Sing, sing a song. I think I'm out of inspiration anyways. Are you? Yeah. I used one for trying to get here and then one, two for cutting words in the last battle. I'm pretty sure at least. Oh, yeah. You used two for cutting words. I forgot about that. Yeah, I tallied. When do those regenerate? On rest. rest. On long rest? Pretty sure. You should know this. Frankly. Bardic Inspiration. Franklin is level two, and he gets his Bardic Inspirations back on a long rest. Yeah. I know that on a higher level, you get them back on a short rest, but I suppose that might not be It's level. two per long rest. Two per long rest? Because is that your Charisma modifier? A Charisma modifier is three. It should probably be three, then. Okay, it's three per long rest. Because you did use three last session. <laughs> okay. I mean, I've been using three since I've been level three. I mean, we can stop and take a moment to check these rules if you want. It's fine. Listen, it's fine. It's fine. So, guys, what's you guys' plan? I imagine it's been seven hours now. You guys have done your best to pull your minds, um, but Niltel attempting to navigate and then attempting to navigate together have both failed. So it's been seven hours since you guys initially trekked out from the temple in the Uh, first place into the city. I mean, this is probably a good time for a long rest, right? Uh, I mean, it's been a while, but I want to get back first. Okay. Uh, Cypress will help you with his cool survival skills. Okay. <laughs> you don't need to roll to help them. I know. It's just habit. So, advantage roll. Okay. Advantage roll. Are you guys going to do, before you guys tell me the number, are you guys going to do anything else to help with that? I could do guidance, I guess, but I don't know if I can do guidance on myself. I don't think you can. Does it say that has to be someone other than you, or is it just It says you? one willing creature. You are willing, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> sure. And besides, and I can't do any more bardics for before a long rest. I'll guidance myself. Okay. 
I've never been smart ever. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you accuse me? Alright, so is there anything you would like to find besides your destination when you're on the way back? Sweet loot. I don't have anything in mind. Sweet loot. <laughs> Sweet loot. And also clues as to what the fuck happened here. Okay. Sweet clout. Stuff. Please. Okay. I don't feel like having another hour where nothing happens again. <laughs> See here. The entire podcast is just this skill roll over and over. Beard. We emerge. We've grown beards. Eight kobolds <laughs> have died of old age. We've grown beards, and we can't even do that as elves. <laughs> Navigating, you find your way to, um, um, there is a, at an annex you can see ahead of you that there is a, um, an annex is a building joint to or associated with a main building providing additional space or accommodations. Mm. So, and ahead of you, you can see that it, uh, it goes up to this fortress and that a tower sort of, uh, as best as you can see, a tower sort of spirals up into the actual rock wall of the cavern itself, and it goes up and up above and away from the city is this, I guess you might call it a... Um, Spire? No, more like a... Um, Stick? No, I mean, <laughs> when you find a... Uh, Beacon. Stop. Stop interrupting <laughs> me. Sorry. I can't remember the, how I would even describe the word of what I was about to say, but it's when you find something that's um, interesting that you can navigate by. Landmark. A landmark. It is a, you, you found a significant landmark in the city. I kind of want to see what's up there. Do y'all feel like climbing? Why would we climb? To see what's in the big kingdom fortress tower? Go for it. Okay, bye. <laughs> Is there anything that looks climbable? Well, I'm assuming there's a door to go inside and stairs you that you can climbing. climb. You climb stairs. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you guys are on the same page, is anything different? Sure, I'll go up some stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone feel like climbing <laughs> stairs? No, of course not. <laughs> no one ever feels like taking stairs. And anyone else, anyone who claims to be excited about taking stairs is a fucking liar and you should like, X them out of your life real quick. <laughs> okay, so once you guys um, enter, the way is mostly clear. There are definitely um, some dead bodies of uh, minotaurs and kobolds about somewhere uh, in the deeper into this fortress uh, you see great staircases that climb up and up and uh, looking up upon it um, someone let's say uh, let's say Barag um, looks up as best as he can and he says that's going to be at least 31 flights of stairs hell yeah quad time let's go (laughs) probably more Hell yeah, quad time. Let's go. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Adventure. <laughs> you can stay down here if you want. I suppose if you go up, there's only one way to go back down and find us. See, exactly. Ain't like we're going to get lost. Is there Not any wood? a place where you can get lost, is it? Is there any wood I can knock on? Anywhere. <laughs> no. Okay, cool. What are you guys thinking right now? I mean, if nothing else, we can find a safe place to get more significant rest 
You mean from looking at the top? From, like, further up, yeah. Or you mean, like, in the stairwell? Well, in the stairwell, if nothing interesting presents itself, sure. Okay. Climb to the top? Do you guys really want to climb? What? Because apparently there's troglodytes. Yes. That's what they're called, right? Troglodytes. Troglodytes. What's <laughs> troglodytes? That's nothing. Okay. <laughs> Turkish delights plus troglodytes. It sounds like an insult. <laughs> it does not. Isn't troglodyte an insult? It's, it's an insult in Stranger Things. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking about. Anyways. Anyway. Y'all are goobers. What did I do? You just are. By association. <laughs> okay. So you guys really commit to climbing up like a, just several dozen flights of stairs, huh? It's it only day. takes like 20 minutes. It's leg day. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So as you guys continue to climb up and up and up, some of the things that you see on the way up are things like um, ruined staircases that have almost turned into ramps. Not well, that like certainly a... is going to make it harder. God, I love ramps. <laughs> but if you guys keep trekking up, there are things to see like... Um, not a patio, a balcony, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can see great swaths of the labyrinthine city down below you. Oh, shit, this will help. If we know what where we came from looks yeah, like. Yeah, a piece of paper? Yes. Okay, Cypress, draw it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, aren't y'all better at maths than I am? I mean, Who do you mean know? y'all? You. <laughs> <laughs> do either of you have proficiency with cartographer's tools? No. <laughs> you can see many great vaulted roofs held up by columns you can barely make out. Um, roads and passages between great stone buildings. We came from a significant looking place. Yeah, of course. You can see the great brassy lights um, lighting up the what you might call a main thoroughfare passage way through the city. Off in the distance. I should have quadruple classed into Druid. That could fly us all over. Well, you're stuck with your feet right now, so how are you going to beat that meat? Excuse me? (laughs) I wanted to rhyme, you rhyme. You did that. Sean has told me to beat my meat on this podcast. Yeah, don't tell God and everybody. The meat meat that makes up the bottom of your feet. (laughs) The feet meat. Beat it against the ground to walk. Beat the feet meat, which is a fetish, I'm sure. Gross. You started it, McElroy. (laughs) Not even. Anyways. So. Uh. Why don't we both try drawing a map? I give you a piece of paper. And we'll see whose is better. (laughs) Okay. What kind of role is this? I'll roll to draw. What kind of role would this be? Okay. Hmm. Um, right now I'm mainly thinking... Probably intelligence and dexterity type qualities. Yeah. Why don't you roll both? Perception. Hmm? Perception is good. Sleight of hand. Perception's a wisdom. Um, See, this is a very complex, multi-layered thing. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you want, you guys can roll more than one skill without proficiency. Yeah. And we can add them up to see what uh, what you create. I mean, what? I'm confused. <laughs> what do you mean by that? 
Why can't we roll it regular? What do you mean? You said without modifier. You said roll two without proficiency and then add them together? No. What does that mean? We rolled a 30. Congratulations. <laughs> That's what you for, said. For example. Actually, not for example. Let's just do it. Both of you roll me dexterity checks and tell me what the result is. Okay. 14. 13. Okay. Um, both of you roll me intelligence checks and see what you get. 11. 10. <laughs> Both of you roll me wisdom checks and see what you get. 7. Stop. Hold on. <laughs> so 13 plus nothing. 13. <laughs> okay, so perception wise, you guys are seeing a lot of what is going on down there. But uh, probably not nearly enough, especially on your part, Miltel, to, to really understand it. But you take what you can see uh, and you draw it out as best as you guys can with what little materials you have. In fact, what do you guys have to write and draw? I have paper. Mm-hmm. So using that, you guys uh, draw what you can. And um, keeping your hands steady as best as you can with your best acuity, you guys do the fine lines as best you can to try and draw maps. Um, and with the intelligence checks that you guys rolled, um, they, they, it, it soon begins to seem like it is almost overlapping on top of each other. Whose map is better? I mean... Between the two of you? Cypress yes. probably. I think so. My other two rolls were one higher than yours, but you're... Wisdom roll was like five higher than mine. So I think they're both good, but in different ways. Cypress is <laughs> But do they look the same? That's the big one. They do not look the same. Okay. <laughs> then they're fucking useless. Cypress has a lot of sea monsters on it, because all the maps you see are basically the old ocean maps where they draw like little sea monsters and shipwrecks <laughs> into the margins. What are you doing? Flavor. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know the maps I'm talking about? Like the old timey maps where they would draw sea monsters and crash ships yeah. and icebergs and shit? Miltel yeah. doesn't know. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Miltel doesn't know what ocean is. What is ocean, says Miltel. What is the ocean? Do we make it all the way to the top or is there still more? You guys can keep climbing to the top if you want. I mean, I, this is really the only thing you wanted, right? I mean, but what's at the top of this? Why is it so tall? I want to know. <laughs> I'll wait here for you. Okay, it's not that much harder. That's what you think. Famous <laughs> last words. Yeah, looking up from the balcony, you can see that it keeps stretching up about as far as you can see into the rocks and into the ceiling of the vaulted cavern. All right. If you need me, yell very loud. <laughs> so you're going to wait here at this balcony because you think there's no way they can miss it going back down? Yeah. All right, then. <laughs> um... And suddenly there's a family of goats. <laughs> Ah, oh, gosh. You climb up, uh, up and up and up, and you climb through the vaulted ceiling of the underground city, uh, and you climb up into rock. There are no windows anymore, and you continue to climb. Um, this long stairway climbs up and into uh, an old watchtower. Oh. It stands up on the surface. Oh. It is near the pinnacle of the mountain. Oh. <laughs> the tower rises into clouds, and you can see lightning flashes outside the windows. 
Um, the thunder rumbling actually makes the, uh, is the first thing that you encounter. When you get up into the surface part of the tower, the rumbling of the thunder actually shakes the tower itself while you are in it. Do I feel that? Nope, because you're down under the ground. Inside this is the pretty dope, actually. Can I see the kobolds? Oh, Cypress comes out outside. Yeah, chill. Can you are so high up. No. Nope. What if I yell very nope. loudly? You can There's yell. There's an echo. Fun. Cool. Oh, manticores. <laughs> Cypress goes back down. <laughs> ah, so Cypress. Who knows what you'll find roosted at the top. <laughs> I go back up to the top and look for anything roosted. <laughs> I'm going to roll perception. 18. Okay, give me another minute. <laughs> what would this look like? Let me think. I love making Sean think about things. <laughs> the last time I remember doing this is like, okay, so your dumbass goes through the portal, huh? huh? Give me 10 minutes. <laughs> yep. Hey, Sean, sorry for making your adventure weird. Well, it's your neck. <laughs> I'm going to get eaten by a manticore. Cypress is canceled. <laughs> Curiosity kills the cypress. All right. You come up to the top of the tower. There is a, what, a large chamber of something uh, that looks like it at one point was quite resplendent, but uh, half of the wall is gone. Ooh. Um, and there is a large hole uh, in the tower, big enough for large creatures to fly in and out of. Uh, looking out on it, you feel an intense sense of vertigo as you are significantly higher up into the air than you have ever been before in your life compared oh, to your flatland marsh. Um, there are three large off. piles of soiled, torn tapestries and curtains intermixed with the bones of humanoids and the broken bits of stone which must serve as beds for whatever lives here. Uh, very recently, uh, as you gaze out with your perception into the clouds and the stormy, stormy night, uh, and you see the f flying lion-like shapes out in the darkness. Oh, this is where the manticores live. Oh, it is dark, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Outside. Yep. Are there any babies? Nope. In the nests? Nope. Okay. I'm not allowed to have any babies. No. No. We already have a dragon. And a dog. <laughs> Talk about a motley fucking crew. Anyways, Cypress goes downstairs. Okay. Uh, by the way, um, let's see here. Um, roll me a stealth check for no reason. Oh, cool. Got it. Disadvantage? No. No, you're new. Oh. <laughs> Well, it was the first roll. It was an eight. <laughs> clang, 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 clang. <clears throat> a manticore thinks that they hear something as they fly up to their nest and uh, they roll over some of their, their nest over to a fresh side, uh, nudging it with their cheek. They glance around, but with the four they rolled, uh, they go uh, <laughs> um, like a cat with their claws uh, playing with it a bit before they settle down into bed. A cypress goes far, far away from these dangerous creatures. Yeah, no. It's like laying down, like, kneading the blankets, and cypress is collapsed flat against the ground on the other side of a pile of nest med, like... <laughs> 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 they got it rolled for. 
<clears throat> Cypress hightails it. Look quietly. <laughs> so quietly. Well, not quietly at all, but... You eventually join Nilto, but do remember, uh, this tower starts uh, under the surface level of the ground at the foot of the mountain, so deeper down below that, down a long staircase, and then it goes all the way up to the pinnacle of the mountain, is this is the kind of tower we're talking about here. It's a big-ass tower. Cypress's yes. quads are shot. <laughs> okay. Right. So please help me out when it comes to time and effort. Okay. Yeah, that must have taken me like an hour. Okay. No help? So... I found the manticores. What? They're manticores. It goes all the way up to the tip of the mountain. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they needed it. <laughs> For manticores, probably. I don't think they kept them. Looks like they busted out the wall. Well, I mean, to keep an eye on them. I suppose. I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> I nearly got my ass eaten. That would have been the end of this one. Anyways. <laughs> Let's go. Alright, so if we can, like, get back to, like, a safe place to sleep ASAP. I think this is a safe place to sleep. In this tower? It's probably not safe, but not, like, comfy. Well, yeah, but we're comfy. <laughs> also, we told them we'd come down. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure, I thought they fall. <laughs> we... That's extreme. <laughs> My quads. <laughs> My poor, innocent quads. They did nothing to deserve this. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, so you guys want to go all the way back down to the ghouls, but what's your longer term plan once you get there? We're going to try out our maps, I guess. Find it. Yeah. They don't right. look the same, so they're useless, but... Alright, so you guys aren't going to stick around. I think we explored everything that was here. We're going to find... We're either going to go back to the first place we explored, or like... Ask the ghouls, like, where's a safe place to sleep? Which I assume is where we found them the first place we explored. They will confirm that. Okay. <laughs> so let's do that. Let's go there. Okay. So so with your maps, looking at the, the guiding lights of, like, the main thoroughfare, um, someone roll navigation with advantage. Fifteen. Fifteen? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to give you a gimme, but I'm going to make it cost twice as long to get there. Okay. okay. I mean, we'd have to roll again either way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but I think I'm done. At least for now. Done making us roll. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. We're exhausted. Mm -hmm. We're like falling over. We're like, oh my God. So exhausted for your practically like a day's work of travel throughout the city. So going nowhere... But moving your feet a lot. Yep. <laughs> doing, a, doing a day's travel to get nowhere in particular, you guys do eventually find your way back to the main thoroughfare and head towards the temple. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cypress quietly tells us this was some shit. <laughs> Why did we agree to this? We should probably go get the kobolds at some point. Yeah, they're gonna get into trouble. When you guys arrive at the temple, actually, uh, you find it abuzz with kobold activity. What? Uh, what? Uh -huh. Kobolds that we know? Uh, as soon as you approach and you look upon it, you see, yes, the kobolds that you know, having taken up positions and fortified the place while you were out for eight hours. Do I... <laughs> Why? Who told you you could come down here? I want to... I want to... I'll, I'll reiterate through a character Do I recognize later. any of the kobolds? Do you recognize any of the kobolds? No. Hey, um, uh, Stinkfoot 
or whatever your name is. What? <laughs> what are you? What are you guys doing down here? Who told y'all to come down? Who said you could be here? Do you know what time it is? <laughs> what are you guys gonna do about the ghouls when you see this? Uh, we not had, allowed. Not allowed. Well, they know they're not allowed, but we haven't really had time to introduce them or anything. I know. I just immediately turn around and say no, no, <laughs> no. Explicitly not allowed, and they can't understand what I'm saying. I yeah, I turn to the ghouls and I say. So I assume that he is uh, asserting rather forcefully that these kobolds are not to be eaten. The the kobolds are our friends. Your ah, right. And the humans, and no. No, you're not supposed to eat any of them. We can be civil about this. Can we? <laughs> can we be civil about this? Well, we did make an oath. Mm-hmm. Of course, we did. <laughs> All right. And that oath will be upheld. We should read the oath some includes words. me and Cyprus, the kobolds, the. You've made yourself clear on this matter. No, I turned to Cyprus and I go in um, in a uh, Elven. I say, do I mention the dragon? They might understand Elven, you know. I say in common. They don't. How do you know? I mean, it's you know Elven. It, yes, it's similar languages, but the two sessions ago, this was clarified. Okay, it's like it's like the difference between um, Italian and Spanish. Like they're they've got similar roots, but they could. <laughs> but what dragon sounds the same in both languages? <laughs> I don't know. Is that something we wanna? Maybe it does, but it's that still doesn't mean they could tell what we're saying. I feel like we shouldn't for now. Okay. Anyway, humans and such. Right. <laughs> Anyone in the settlement. Okay. I am trying to find a kobold who will tell me who the fuck told them to come down here. Ember Snarl. That motherfucker. <laughs> okay, so you guys want to go into the temple? Alright, mm-hmm. I guess we're gonna... Do, uh, so, the ghouls are obviously wearing super ready clothing. Do they have, like, hoods they can put up for now? Um, I mean, definitely... I'm going to say definitely no, and also they are still dragging a troglodyte corpse with them. <sighs> to put in their larder. I, I don't think the kobolds are going to want this near them. I mean, can you blame them? <laughs> I'm not blaming anybody. I'm, I'm just saying I don't know how we're gonna, going to proceed. We'll simply have to find a way to agree about which areas are whose. Well, guess we need to find Ember Snarl then. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. So, uh, you guys see that the main room, which was full, the main room and everything that was full of like trash everywhere, essentially, uh, the kobolds have uh, gotten to the point of moving all of their shit in and organizing all of the trash to be their shit now. It's their trash, of course. It's their trash. My trash. That's all their stuff now. So they've essentially made. Um, out of the remains of the wagons, they have made what you might call sort of like a station. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like some sort of trading station or um, a guard post. Maybe it doubles as both. Outside? Yeah. Um, in the first main room of the temple. All right, we go there. All right, absolutely. I mean, that's what you see on your way in, but... Um, yeah, the huge bronze doors are still standing. Oh, for fuck's sake. Where's the throne room? I know where Ember Snarl is. <laughs> Alright, you go up to the throne room, uh, and you see a very young dragon uh, curled up Aww. in the throne. 
Uh, it's Frondus, right? It's not another young dragon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is Frondus. You see kobolds uh, going up and down the various stairways and the wells, uh, cleaning and sorting through various things. And uh, uh, they appear to be moving and organizing uh, the, the bodies and sorting those out, too. Of the Minotaurs? Mm-hmm. They're busy at work like ants, sorting everything into their proper piles. Anyway, I'm going to go talk to... I'm going to go say hi to Frondus. Okay. I don't know where the ghouls are. I guess outside. <laughs> okay, so you're going to go up to the throne where Vrondis and a couple of his acid-burned attendants are. You guys don't see Embersnarl, but you guys, um, uh, let's see here. Yeah, you guys see Narder uh, are, are sitting around. He looks like he's taking five. Oh. Hey, what? You guys just decided to come in then? Hmm? Oh, yeah. Uh, you guys were down there for hours Uh, It's good to see that you guys are okay. There was definitely some talk about if you guys, you know, if there was something more dangerous down there than you two. We we did mean to uh, come back, but it's a it's a confusing place. Have y'all heard about minotaurs and their fucking mazes? Uh, Yeah, a couple of kobolds have wandered off into the side passages, and uh, we haven't heard back from (laughs) them. Okay, we might need to tamp down on that. But the vast majority of people are here. After a couple of hours, um, Embersnarl couldn't contain uh, himself anymore, uh, and Yenmai could do nothing to uh, assure him to stop. Plus, I don't think that after after the sixth hour of waiting, I don't think that anybody cared to wait for you guys any longer. Alright, I guess that makes sense. I walk up to Rondas, I'm like... Hey, bud. How was the journey? How's the language thing coming along? I say in dragon. It's a comic. We're friends. That wasn't angry. Oh, is it hello? He just makes strange noises. He makes it's baby. He's baby. <laughs> yeah, bud. Good to see you too. I mm-hmm. want to see how a occasionally flecks of acid drip out of his mouth. I want to see how a gentle head pat would be received. Uh, he shrugs it off. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're very sweet too, bud. I leave some of my meat rations beside him and then go. Uh, he hisses excitedly and then he says the draconic word for king as you leave. Aww. Yeah, <laughs> uh, very exciting and cute. <laughs> I-, I bow. Nelta, <laughs> uh, like, waves and says in draconic, can you talk yet? No one will believe you. <laughs> He's like, I must be baby forever. Also, Cypress definitely heard that. For sure. I will always be baby. <laughs> Everyone will love me always. It's like that Brooklyn Nine-Nine is like, on the weekends I take hula hooping classes and no one will ever believe you. <laughs> It's unclear if he meant that or if he's just parroting something a kobold told him to tell to people. Was that a fantastic prank or terrifying it's information? A prank. It was a good goof if it was a prank, but otherwise I love this little gremlin. I'm going to roll <laughs> to see aside which one it is. Okay, right. I've decided which one it is. He knows now. All right, so. Also, I did roll another 69 on the percentile dies again. Oh, nice! Yeah. This keeps happening. <laughs> I ask uh, Narder where. The other humans and Ember Snarl are. Oh yeah, just gonna casually not ask for Yenmai by name. The other humans. <laughs> <laughs> um, how would they describe it? Um, let's see here. 
Also, we should definitely so get that book, and Maya would like that book. Uh, well, we have to get it, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to do that after this, I guess. <laughs> ah, yes, they've gone below the west altar is the answer you end up getting. Okay. I mean, it's kind of nasty down there. The ghouls were living under the east altar. Yeah. Yeah. Nasty. Uh, the ghouls definitely want to know if they can take their leave and go back down say, into their pantry. We should probably put them there, but we should probably talk to Ember Snarl first. Yeah, we should talk to Ember Snarl first, ask where the secret tunnels are, and then they can go. I'll have to make introductions to your leader. Not our what leader, yes. The guy who's paying us? Yes. <laughs> our leader? Uh... <laughs> oh, how the mighty have fallen from giving orders to receiving them. <laughs> Listen, sometimes you gotta disregard what they say to prevent them all from getting massacred. Anyway, let's go find them. Okay, so you guys are going to go over to the West Altar, which reminder was the one that looked like it was violently destroyed. Oh, yeah. Um, But the bits of pottery, granite, and bronze uh, have all been sorted into stacks. Uh, Some kobolds look like they're interested in uh, rebuilding the pottery back into what it was or into new fanciful designs, abstract art. (laughs) Um, Some of them are stenciling sigils into the bits of brass and creating a new economy out of nothing. Aw, they're so cute. (laughs) They learn. Um, You always characterize the strangest things as cute. They're doing a good job. (laughs) You need an ant colony because you're loving this. Yeah, no, I mean, I love watching it. In Ants YouTube. Canada. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's gotten a bit god complexy lately. But <laughs> At the bottom of the stairs is a cavern with a smooth bedrock floor and rough natural walls of damp dirt. A stone, sla- a stone slab holds the remains of old cloaks and a water skin. It features minotaurs with battle axes in relief and one dork... Uh, <clears throat> One what? Hmm? One door. Mm-hmm. I thought you said dork. I was very confused. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one door still stands, and the uh, only other egress from the room besides the stairs is a passage. Is anyone in here? Uh, Hello? Do you ask? Do I, do I see anybody? No. Hello? Okay. I do see cloaks, though. Yep. I give them to the ghouls. <laughs> These are minotaur-sized cloaks. Yep. Yep. All right, fine. All right. Better than torn-ass clothing that they've been wearing for 30 years. You know those... The Now they look like those kind of super creepy fantasy cultists. Yeah. You know, where they got the cloaks <laughs> that are ropes. several sizes too big. All right, now they look... Worse. Creepier, somehow. <laughs> than their already disturbing appearance. What do you do? Uh, go further in. Okay, you're going to go down the passage or open the door? Uh, Cypress calls out, hello? Open the door? Uh, you open the door. There is what appears to be a stone bench with a hole in it. Nope. It's a bathroom. <laughs> go down the passage. It's a bathroom. You ignore the privy that has been unused for centuries and head down the passage, <laughs> calling out names again. Uh, you come to a square chamber hewn from rock. An ancient kobold skeleton still lies crushed under the rocks. Whoops. Uh, an eight-foot-tall rectangular stone is what it is, standing upright in the room's center. Uh, there is writing uh, on it, uh, uh, a, a harsh, somewhat square runes. What languages do you guys speak? Draconic. 
<laughs> Common. Elvish. Just draconic. I've only been speaking dragon this whole time. Um, common, elvish, abyssal, undercommon, draconic, dwarven, thieves can't. Which I don't really use. Let's see here. Okay, it's not a language that you guys understand. Can I roll to know what the language looks like? Like, you look at Japanese or Chinese and you're like, that's Japanese or Chinese. Fuck if I know what it says. (laughs) Make a history check. This is going to be a hard one. You are in a dead civilization. (laughs) Okay. Uh On one side of the... um, On one side of the stone, as you guys turn around it, you see that it has been obviously defaced with a text that looks similar, but it's got different qualities. It's not as nice and neat. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it appears to have been defaced with some large statement over what used to be written there. Bob was here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But yeah, an exit proceeds out of this room and whatever this stone monument was for. Okay, we keep going. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, This tunnel opens up into another square room. In the center of it, there is a black rock about a foot across, hovering three feet from the floor. Hovering? Three skeletons lie nearby, and the room is occupied um, by squeaking uh, oversized rats, um, which um, try to avoid startling you by hiding as quick as they can in narrow crevices in the walls. Aw. I kind of, like, look at the ghouls and gesture at the rats and shrug. Eh? 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 Only in our most desperate hour. I mean, y'all looked pretty desperate earlier. Judging by the rules of the curse that they laid out to you guys earlier, this would be of, like... Celery. Almost (laughs) of sub-1% value to them. (laughs) Bad celery. (laughs) Rats are pretty smart. Mm -hmm. They are. (laughs) Anyways, I want to look at the hovering stone. Cypress... Bless his negative one intelligence is just going to touch it. Okay. And it feels like a normal rock and nothing happens to you when you touch it? I push it. Okay. Does it stay in midair or does it move? Like, does it hover in the same place and resist being pushed or does it push while still hovering? Or does it fall for some reason? <clears throat> okay, so the, it, the rock feels like it weighs 20 pounds. And it, it feels like you have to move the 20 pounds in order to move it. How do you, like, try to still significantly push it? I just try to put, see if I can push it at all. But okay. do you use You definitely can it? move it. It's only about 20 pounds. It's not heavy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you, how hard do you push it, basically? I push it, and I'm like, Niltel, go along. And I push it very, very gently towards Niltel. I jump out of the way. <laughs> okay, well... You know what I mean? It's, it wasn't like when you touched it that it, like, anti-gravity nudged forward, right? But you, like, give it, like, a solid shove like to it, the like it, Like if it was on like the it, ground, you would have to shove it. Well, yeah, but it's in the air, so it doesn't have resisting friction, so it should continue forward in whatever direction it goes. But it feels it like... Doesn't it doesn't when you touch it. It feels like it's on the ground. Oh, weird. I touched under it. Okay. Do you, like, push it like that? Yes. Okay, you do that. Um, it appears somehow to... You push it forward, uh, and it crashes to the floor. I feel for an invisible platform that it was on. Okay, you do not feel it. Uh, looks like it was on a platform. I want to investigate. What would you investigate? Can I do fairy fire? How it's floating. By what mechanism? My investigate check was 16. Okay, there are no mechanisms involved in this, but with experimentation, you don't know if it's replicable or if it is gone forever, but maybe you can find out by doing something. I put the rock back where it was. 
you like roll it along the floor until it's yep. below the position it was in originally. Yep. Okay, as soon as it's right about at that position, it begins lifting off the ground until it reaches its original position. What is, what's on the ground? Nothing is on the ground. It appears to be regular. Regular. There's ground. nothing of note on it. No, I'm gonna do a uh, the, investigation are, check. Um, they just made an investigation check. There's no devices, and by um, by using sort of an investigative clue, they they tested the effect and saw that it goes back into effects when they when they rolled the rock back onto the spot. What's above it? I'll do fairy nothing. fire, and for the whole room. The whole room. Yeah. Okay. You don't reveal anything uh, invisible, but you can see the rats more clearly, and they scur they scurry deeper. Look at the goals and go meh. <laughs> They're insulted. <laughs> they give you an insulted look. <laughs> Good. <laughs> hmm. is, is it just a rock? Is there anything on the rock? Um. It's a black rock. It's about a foot across. Uh, it's 20 uh, pounds. But it appears to be a normal rock. Does it that match the rock of the walls? No. It looks like a real nature. Now It looks like a rock from much deeper underground. Huh. Do y'all have weird floating rocks underground? No. Are you sure? Yes. I'll roll nature to know, like, if it's obsidian or something like that. Um, I'm not sure exactly what kind of rock it is, but if you want to roll for... Igneous. Sedimentary. It is whatever kind of deep <laughs> underground black rock you know exists. It's an underground rock. So I know about the rock. It's just a regular rock. It is regular. It is normal. It, it is, is not magical. It is a regular rock. How is it doing this? Y'all got any ideas? Ask It's probably not the rock. It's probably something else in the room. Wait, I uh, I pushed the rock over. So okay, so you push it out of the... Alright, so it's on the ground. I stand in the spot it was on. Okay, you are standing there. Damn it. <laughs> I pick up another rock in the room and put it there. Mm-hmm. Does it float? Yes, it does. It begins to float. So just this normal-ass rock? Mm-hmm. I'm guessing it's a weight limit, then. I'm not that heavy. You're more than a rock. <laughs> uh, I pick up Percy. Yeah. I put her in the field. Wolf Percy's pretty big. She's not... She's like she's a mastiff. She's a medium-sized creature. She's lighter than you. <laughs> Is she? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know how heavy I am. She wasn't a super well-fed She's mastiff. probably not significantly lighter than me, but she is lighter than me. We're both over 100 pounds. Then she definitely doesn't float. Okay. <laughs> and she's like, why did you do this? <laughs> why this happened? Anyway, can we leave the room? Of Onward. course, absolutely. You can continue onwards. But I want to know. We'll figure it out later. I want to go to the fuck to sleep. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Let's see here. All right. Uh, you continue uh, out uh, a ways... Um, and you, uh, it opens up into an enormous chamber. It has an odd array of stone monoliths set out, uh, in the room. Um, it, they're somewhat central. Um, low stone slabs are set around the walls and a podium, um, stands up at the end. Uh, and you can see, um, uh, 
Yenmai, uh, Embersnarl, uh, a couple of his kobold aides, and uh, Aaron sort of like in the background examining something unrelated uh, when you enter this room. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> one of the ancillary kobolds, um, as soon as they spy you guys, is like, Embersnarl, I have located the source of the noise. <laughs> <laughs> I found well the source done. of the ticking. It's a pipe bomb. <laughs> I can see that, you fool. <laughs> well, you two aren't dead after all. Yeah, despite something's best efforts. And what do you... Yenmai, you're smart. What do you reckon about the floating rock in the other room? Some sort of magical effect. Well, yes, thank you, Captain. Semi-obvious, but I meant specifically. Is... I think it has something to do with the stone monolith in this room. Oh, shit. Okay. Anyway, we have uh, uh, some guests. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the ghouls whispers to you. Okay, so the, 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 the NPCs are now treated to the side of, like, two menacing hooded figures completely obscured <laughs> by their robes, and one of them leaning over and whispering into your ear, <laughs> which is about the single most suspicious thing, <laughs> and the most suspicious way that new friends can be introduced suspicious. possible. We have new friends. <laughs> They're undead, and they want to eat you. <laughs> we it don't say that. that. What it, is he saying? Uh, it appears that they are gathered around the book I mentioned. Oh. Oh. It is the most obviously magical and powerful thing in the whole temple. Is there a book there? They have... This is going to be another suspicious thing to say. They know about the book. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Interesting. Okay. They might be able to help us out. Mm -hmm. Mm. Umbersnarl senses that something is afoot. Cloak yourselves. Who are these things? Don't come a step closer. Can I come closer? I mean, he said that generally, so you ask him? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Blood Oath. You know who I am. Cypress calls from the background. <laughs> Blood you, Oath. That is the least respectful way that you can make homage to that fact. You know that, <laughs> the fact right? that we have a Blood Oath. <laughs> we have a Blood Oath. Please respond. I gave you a Blood Oath. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. You two may approach. Yeah. Cypress approaches. All right. I just, we have to, you know, warm them up for what's going to be under the cloaks. Yeah. You're the talker. Am I? Am I? Oh, my yeah. My charisma is one. I guess these people do understand my language for once. <laughs> um, have Did y'all have very many encounters with uh, some pale folks in y'all's minds back home? Because there's one th- there that we encountered, so yeah. I feel like they might have. Yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking that might not be the best context. Um, These are of a similar ilk, however, sentient with a thought and reason and intelligence. And you keep of... banding about the room, the word sentient. I'm not sure exactly how well used that word is. <laughs> Fair enough. They've also sworn to not hit any of our allies. We have sworn an oath upon our god to Niltel here, uh, a brother of They are sorts. saying it under common. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't be understood by the globals. Okay, I translate. <laughs> That's up to you if you want to or not. No, I translate. Somebody's got to fucking learn a new hold language. Hold on, hold on, I have spell slots. No, can I, they, can they, I cast they, this they declare else? in their unfamiliar language out to can, you can I cast, to, to tell them about the oath. Can I cast comprehend languages on someone else? 
What does the spell say? For the duration, you understand the literal meaning of any spoken you. language. I know, but can I? No. Okay. Does the spell say that you can cast a, a creature of your choice can understand? No, it says you can understand. <laughs> like, doesn't it say, isn't there a target section on the text, on the card, I mean? Self. Target self. <laughs> it says range self, actually. Yep. Sad. Yes. Sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a spell that comes from within you and cannot exit you. <laughs> it's up to you if you want to cast it or not. Eh, I'm fine. I trust not I translate. Okay. All right. So you tell them that they have sworn an oath to you. Uh, do you say they swore? I, I translate exactly what he says. Okay. So that you are brothers of a kind, that you have a, a god in common that you swore upon. And then I do say, well, of a kind, but not totally. You'll find out what I mean. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hmm. If you swear to be responsible for them. You better keep those things on a leash. I'm not into that. Then they may... Anymore. <laughs> then, you, then they may step forward and you may introduce them to us. But if they do not share a tongue with us, as they appear not to, but... then I wish not to see them. I mean, I feel like they also... Would rather just kind of hang out in their corner, so I'm not sure that'll be an issue. I want anyway, them out of sight and out of mind from come, me and my temple. Come, uh, put down your cloaks, put down your hoods. Okay, and so they b- reveal themselves to be to be uh, um, uh, drow elves, but with um, uh, dead <laughs> features. Yeah, <laughs> drow, what? dead ones, <laughs> dead drow. Probably somewhat lower jaws to hold their massive tongues. Mm-hmm. Oh, hate that. And somewhat undead flesh. Does their language sound slappy because their tongues are so long? Somewhat bloody yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have enough space in their mouth to not do that. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> they have very big mouths for big biting mouth for very big, big people. Big mouth for food. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Anyway, how do they react? Uh, who? Ember Snarl, the humans. Yenmai, the kobolds. <laughs> Uh, Ember Snarl like scrutinizes them, um, while a lot of his uh, attendants share uh, uncertain looks. Um, let's see here. But uh, they they also have knowledge of the city and this building in particular. If we need their assistance on anything. Okay. And Ember Snarl says, "Very well. They will tell you everything they know, and you will tell me." Everything they know. Okay. Noted. <laughs> Let's see here. Um, Aaron is going to roll something. Okay. It's time for her secret ghoul backstory to be triggered. <laughs> okay. Uh, she, um, she puts like a hand to her her, her chest and like turns a, away a little bit when they reveal themselves, but she keeps her cool. Mm, she's a coward. <laughs> God fucking damn. And Yenmai frowns somewhat. Hmm. So is Yenmai. Alright. What's next? Alright, so sleep. I... Well, the book. Well, the book. Right? Yeah. What's up with the book? And then sleep. Alright, so you want to approach the book. Yes. So the book is, how would I describe it? Big. 
Hmm? Big. Oh yeah, it's a large. <laughs> it's a large tome. It's a it's a book the size of um, what you would imagine in real life when I use words like grimoire. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a. Um, Leather bound. Yeah, bigger in height than width than Black. a head, of course. <laughs> Big. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see what remains of books uh, about on those shelves I mentioned. Um, Is the written language the same that was on the thing back there? Um, all of the books besides this main, this one large book, uh, have all uh, decayed and ruined over the years. So it's impossible to tell, except for this one. Mm-hmm. This one appears to be pristine. What about this one? Oh, what uh, language is it in? Um, that that we can tell. Mm-hmm. It looks like draconic. Yeah. Um, it looks somewhat familiar uh, and, and similar, uh, but it is actually different. Uh, you cannot tell looking at it um, immediately... Um, what it says. Um, in character, you know nothing. Out of character, I would say something like, it's like when you, in reality, try to read very old English. So it's familiar, but not, but too, not familiar. too familiar. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> All right, and the book is obviously uh, imposing. Uh, it's obviously pristine, despite the fact that every other book has a disintegrated. Okay, so it's pristine, although it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some sort of uh, curse on it or something. It's full of tiny text. You see it open right now. Okay. Did they open it? Yes. Or did they find it open? Amber Snarl is on a is on a, a stepping stool that has been constructed for him by his kobolds. Oh, uh, and he's so up an approach to the the book, uh, and Yemai is at his side at this, uh, and you guys are somewhat unfamiliar with how the text reads. Um, what do you do? Yeah, my are you comprehending this? Are um, you comprehending this language? Basically. <laughs> yes, I am. What's it say? Hmm. Um, hmm. Can I even aside with you two? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, <sighs> firstly, Nilta, how confident are you about your new friends? Uh, I mean, if they're they're not that hard to subdue if we need to. Mm. There is a danger in intelligent undead. I... Yeah, we had a long debate about whether or not to kill them. Yeah, in which I was mostly ignored, but go (laughs) off, I guess. We, uh, We decided they might be able to help us. Yeah. Since they have knowledge of the city, they've been living here. I see. But the weird flip side of the deal is that we find them intelligent enough creatures to keep them intelligent and alive, mm-hmm. which I'm feeling kind of squeamy about. Mm-hmm. It's fine. They're just troglodytes. I see. Uh, Niltel, I understand you learned uh, your draconic from Cyprus. Nah, from books. We just <laughs> practice conversation from Cyprus. Cyprus helped with the pronunciation. Mm-hmm. As best you could. Yes. My pronunciation is very good, thank you. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Ian Mai was coming for me, so. <laughs> I believe that Cypress and the books that you've read have learned their draconic as best as they can from kobolds, perhaps. I doubt that many dragons themselves are giving many linguistics lessons. 
No. Not that I know of. Well, I can't confirm anything, but you should understand there's more than one dialect of Draconic. Ah, is one spoken by dragons themselves? Yes, that the tongue that you speak is a sort of peasant tongue. And I would like you guys to note on your character sheets next to your draconic in parentheses that you speak yip yak. Yip what? Yip. <laughs> Hold on. Y I P Y A K. I K. Yip yik. Yip yik. Okay. How do you spell it again? Y I P. Oh, sorry. Y I K. Y I P Y A K. You were right. Yeah. I, I was, was foolish. Right. That is the best word I've ever heard. Yip yak. You guys speak yip yak. It's a really cool word for like the common draconic. <laughs> so good. Did you make it up or did you find it? Uh, no, it's a real word. But is it a real D&D word? It is a real D&D word is what I mean. I see. It is as real as any D&D it word. It is as real as dragons. <laughs> it is real as draconic. Mm-hmm. It is a variation of the draconic language that sounds like the yapping of a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. It's bedtime. Yeah, so if you guys want to take a long rest in the temple and put the ghouls in their corner and stop and think about this for a bit. Go to your corner. Well, are we done with the conversation? She's just like, you don't speak the right language. Fucking leave. <laughs> <laughs> or what? Well, um, basically pouring over the books. Uh, what Yen Mai and them have uh, ascertained from it so far, Ember Snarl and Yen Mai are able to at least somewhat understand Old Hydraconic, um, that they're beginning to translate it, but it's not a language that has been used in a long time, and it's not one that there's many modern resources on, so it's going to take them some time to translate it, but it appears to be uh, the... Um, it appears to be the information about the High Priest of the Temple of the City, Oh, uh, hey, am I? Do dragons inherently know how to speak draconic, or do they need taught? I don't know, but I believe that we will soon see evidence of we'll that find in out. the young Vrondus. Because it would be cool if he could teach us how to speak high draconic, if he just knows it innately. I don't think that we'll be getting it out of him anytime soon. I think our best effort right now is for me and Ember Snarl to continue working on this translation as best we can. He's learning how to talk. Slowly. Slowly. Uh, okay well um, you guys enjoy that we've just been walking around for half a day I'm about to pass the fuck out (laughs) y'all where did they set up did the kobold set up quarters anyway here but I mean just here in the temple and in the surrounds of it okay alright I'm gonna go to the ghouls I talk to them, I'm like, y'all want to chill in your wing, right? Mm-hmm. I ask if anybody's over there. I ask, like, Yenmai if anybody's, if any kobolds are over there. It appears to be a tomb, and there are definitely some kobolds poking around down there trying to learn things, but I don't think that it is the most populous area. All right. Well, they're going to hang out there, so if people don't want to hang out with them, avoid that area, I guess. I think this is soon going to be a concern. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I send them off. Okay. The ghouls drag a troglodyte into their larder. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. We just let them do that. I that guess. happens. We just let this happen. Yeah. Let's go chill in the throne room. It looks like the most clean then place. Beds in the throne room. We have bed rolls. Okay. And uh, next session, you guys will be able to con- consort with all these NPCs and come up with a plan. I don't want acid being dripped on me while I sleep. We're not sleeping under the throne. We're sleeping in the throne room. 
<laughs> I want to sleep in the room next to the throne room. <laughs> okay. All right. Where someone set up a bed. <laughs> Neither you'll do your best. <laughs> Couples don't have many needs as far as it comes to comforts. I'm just saying it is impolite. We haven't been sleeping in a bed this whole time, you realize, right? That, no, I'm saying it's impolite to sleep in the room of a higher-up without the explicit permission. I look at the baby. I'm like, okay, I guess. <laughs> King. King. <laughs> That's right. his name. <laughs> okay. All right, we sleep in different rooms. <laughs> yeah, let's end there because I'm homeless. <laughs> okay, bye. Do you guys mind giving me five? Go for it. All right. Do you want me to go with him? I can. No. Okay. You don't have to. No. But <laughs> stop for a second and give me a couple of minutes to figure out what the hell is happening. Anyway, I climbed up and down St. Paul's Cathedral in like 45 minutes. So That's it shouldn't nice. take that long. How? St. Paul's all? Cathedral is like 5,000 some steps. No thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyways, cool. also if you'd rather I not do this thing, I'm happy to not do this thing. That's up to you. We're asking you. Like, if it's seriously not important, then I can just leave it. Oh, it's not important, but you can look at it if you want. But then what do you have to look up if there's nothing there? I have to figure out what's there. (laughs) Have you never done this with a dungeon master where it's like, well, my players have walked into a dead end, so now i got to build something there. No. I mean, most of the time DMs are just like, it's a dead end. (laughs) Good job. You found the end of it. <laughs> Those DMs sound of a lower of a lower caliber than my greatness. You said there's a big ass spire that goes into the sky and I'm like this isn't the plot hook? <laughs> nope. <laughs> well fuck me I guess. God damn. Remember that this all spun out of a I don't want you guys to find nothing roll. Alright. <laughs> okay. Also I just realized I don't think we should have had to make intelligence checks to go back to where we came from. Because you said the big light always guides you to that thing. Right? (laughs) Yeah, but how do you know to get back on? How do you know how to get back onto that thoroughfare? But you said that's why it's there. (laughs) Dungeons. Dragons. Dragon Dungeons. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> it's cancelled. Right? We're at a loss stop here. You had a loss of. The, the thing is over. I didn't know I was playing today until 20 minutes ago, so I wasn't really prepared. Sorry. It was not 20 I thought you were ago. always prepared. No. You are always prepared. No. You planned out the next 15 sessions. No. Yes, you have. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-huh. You liar. Who lies? There's differences. <laughs> I haven't, except a little bit. Except the entire rest of the campaign. <laughs> I just feel like there's a difference between this session and other sessions when I know I'm going to run. <laughs> Fair enough. I've never run once in my entire life. Okay. Uh, it's 7.12 if you guys want to give me 10 minutes to reorganize and then move another section. You can find us on Facebook at D20Downtime. 
on Twitter at d20dpod. Our website is at d20-downtime.pinecast.co, and that's got all of our subscription links if you want to click one of those or send that to your friends. And our merch is at cafepress.com slash nerdcasts. Get at us. Get at us. All right, thanks, guys. Stop. 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 In the name of love. (laughs)